Gary Bryan. This is Gary, isn't it? What's your name? Gary Bryan. State your name for the record. Gary Bryan. What were they thinking? I thought it was a decent uh, Tell Me Something Good Tuesday today. Good stories. Horrible. Was, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. I mean, it wasn't, again, not a ton of calls, but good calls. Yeah. The, we had a we had an engagement. We had a pregnancy. We had an another pregnancy. Yeah. Uh, uh, what? Anniversary. Anniversary. Surprise. I mean, it was great. Yeah. So uh, thank you for all the calls today. If you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> why? No, no I mean, uh. if you're... If you're listening to this podcast, thank you very much. How about the family moving to Illinois to be with their kid? Oh. For college. Yeah, moving to Illinois. This is last year at Wheaton College. Would you want that? And the whole family is moving to Illinois, uprooting and getting jobs, moving there, like moving, moving. Yeah, yeah. To be with the son. And you're thinking, I wonder how the son feels about that. (laughs) I, I know somebody who did that right here in Southern California. Is that your sister? No, my the guy I used to date, Shane. Mm-hmm. His son is going to school somewhere down in Orange County. I don't know what school it is. I'd never heard of the school he's going to. Uh, either way, Shane moved to be near him and moved down there. It was a college. Yeah. Wait, but from LA to OOC. Yeah, but the point—that's not the point. The point is, he's it, moving to follow his kid to college. Well, hang that's on a minute. That's the story. So, moving from L—I mean, what you—what you're saying is, moving from L.A. to Orange County is not like really moving, right? I mean, it's like I. But it's, it's not, not like about moving the to Illinois. Move. It's I about guess it's about being close, the but it's kid. still the same city either way. I mean, either way, it's like he's an hour drive away or ten minute drive away. Yeah, LA, it's still like a drive. Yeah, L.A. to Illinois is pretty radical, and she's like not looking forward to Illinois. She's Why like, did your ex- but the point of the story is he's following his kid to college. But, look, How why? ridiculous is that? Why? Because he, he probably wants to meet girls through him. Oh, okay. I mean, it's the well, most. That I get. It's well. ridiculous. I would do that. <laughs> hey, you got a father? Got a daddy complex? No. Okay, next. <laughs> you have a daddy complex. <laughs> How about let your How about let your kid be free of you and go. Well, you know what uh, Marie did? She went to France. What do you think she was doing? Right. <laughs> How about my little niece goes to China, goes to Paris, every, anywhere she can to school? Right. I mean, that was... That's some kids just want to get away from the family. That's, you know, you can't take offense at that. No. I, I didn't don't take in... offense at all. I mean, I did. <laughs> I got away from my family. Man. Yeah, I, I hear you. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm not far enough. <laughs> yeah, right? Brandon, you'll never get away from no. your family. Keep finding me. <laughs> no, Unless I mean, you move to Utah. They'll still find me. <laughs> How many acres you got? All right. Brandon well, cannot go to Utah. He's afraid of white people. He, I don't know if he's <laughs> you told you this. It's my favorite state. <laughs> I don't know if he, there he are places went down, in there that do Brandon scare me. went down to Nashville and almost had a nervous breakdown because he knew that he was going to be killed by rednecks. Now that, well, first of all, he got so drunk. Well, well, hold on. <laughs> I'll, let, me, let me clarify and then, that. You know what he did? No, go ahead. I was I was halfway between Nashville and Memphis. I don't know if anyone's ever done that drive on I-4. I have done that drive. And there's a town called Jackson, Tennessee. Those are my people. And there was, a, there was a McDonald's, and I got out of the car, and it was a weekday. It was probably like two in the afternoon, so school was just getting out. There's a, a Bubba. Truckload of hillbillies. <laughs> Just out of high school, I'm not, and, and show uh, up at this McDonald's and stare me down as I'm waiting for my food. I'm, then I look over to my right, and there's an old couple with a lady that had a wig on sideways, <laughs> right out of a movie. It was like blue powder wig, mm-hmm. and she's biting angrily into her burger as she's staring at me. 
and I realized I just showed up in a rental car with Utah plates on it. Probably didn't help. <laughs> and it was just the weirdest, scariest bro, feeling I had. Bro, Couldn't you, wait to get my food and get out of there. You uh, you escaped. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I brought my German card out right there. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm scared of those areas. Even I'm white, and I, I probably would fit in. I you don't, don't even like look like areas. you have Cuban heritage. I don't, but nope. I don't like. I don't feel comfortable in those places. So they scare me. I yeah. mean, I, I, even Georgia. There's some parts where I've been around. And Any, South, I've they, been, Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina. There's yeah. some parts that are like eh. anywhere where it's still legal to ride in the back of a pickup truck without seatbelts. <laughs> It's beautiful. It scares me. You know, <laughs> actually, honestly, when I was nine years old, I moved from L.A. to Macon, Georgia, and I was scared to death. It's a lot These, Those people back in those days, man, they were really like, squeal, boy! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the first week I was at this little school, in this, just outside of Macon, about six guys jumped me as I walked out of the building. And they're all on top of me, and they're flailing away, and I'm going, what the hell? So I punched this guy in the stones, right? Punched him right in the crotch. And he's like, oh, what'd you do that for? I said, what the hell, man? You guys are, oh, we're just playing around. Just playing around. That's how you play around? What are you, a bunch of morons? And then, yes, yeah, they were. they are. <laughs> we're a bunch of morons. No. That's not good. Not mm. good. Scarred me for life, Lisa. <laughs> we got the British kid in, in junior high that showed up. Like, his first day was hell. Because oh. it was like, he walks in and all the girls immediately are like, oh, he's so cute. Look at his accent. And, oh, my God, he's handsome. All the all the guys at my school were like, oh, no, this kid's dead. <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> like, no. So, by the way, after after I lived in Georgia for five years, we moved back up to Seattle. So now I had a Georgia accent. Oh my gosh. And everybody I went to school and it was the same thing. Say something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cute. That's funny. That's, that's why you sound was. really funny. Like, it's like, yeah, I do, you morons. So anyway. It's what made me angry. It made me an angry, bitter man. <laughs> Well, thanks for sharing. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see that Elton John is bringing uh, Taron Ed- Ed- Edgerton? On tour with him. On tour with him. I saw that. Something but going he's only going to sing just a couple songs. David Furnish should be nervous or what? I doubt yeah, I it. I think he should be. Yeah. I doubt it. <laughs> he said, he tweeted out and he said, thank you for singing your song. And then Taron tweeted back. He said, oh, that was your song? I thought it was Rocket Man. Sorry. Uh-huh. Oh. oh. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you realize if, if after he finally gets done with this retirement tour, and if he wants to go out again, he doesn't need to do the hologram. He could just send Taron out. There you go. Because he really nails it in the movie, you know. And that's him singing, right? That is him singing in the movie. Yes, absolutely. Wow. Yeah. But I think the movie is too much about the drug abuse and the all the sex stuff and everything, and not enough about the music. I think that's probably why. But the other thing is, you realize Elton John, those songs, he's a great performer and a great musician, but the songs aren't about him because he didn't write the lyrics. Interesting. I always wondered that about artists that do that. that right? That, you know, yeah. George Strait's one of those where he's, they're great songs, but, and they have a lot of meaning, but he didn't write any of them. But, I mean, they kind of pick and choose yeah, ones they that could, fit exactly. They could pick and had. choose, and they could have forty songs in front of them and pick like well, that one means something to me now. Change like I can him see. To her or, well, yeah, it is right. all, it, and it is kind of about him because it's the way he performs it and the way he wrote it. Did Bernie not write anything 
after talking with Elton? Did he just come up with the songs and say, here, he would, Elton, sing them? And he would, he just wrote the lyrics. That's what I mean. He would write poems and give them. And, and but nothing if, based on conversation that he had with Elton well, or that anything I don't, like that? That I don't know, but the songs were so weird and different. I'm thinking that he and Elton talked a lot, and then Bernie went well, to town. At first, they didn't. No, I'm they talking talk later on. But if you in watch the movie, it looks like he gives him every song. Like the first here's, time they here's my catalog. It's like <laughs> here you go. Here's Honky Cat and your song, and like at all at Before the same time. Before he ever met him. Before he ever met him, he had written all Got these it. lyrics, hmm. and then Elton, and that was like most of the. Catalog practically. So did Elton put it to music, or did Elton put the lyrics to music? So yeah. he, yeah, okay. So he didn't write the melody. He wrote. Uh, he wrote the, the melody. melody. Yeah. Elton so did the melody. Yeah. Bernie he wrote the, the lyrics. Elton did everything musical. Elton did. Yeah. All the words were by Bernie. It so. was weird. I went to a uh, songwriters convention mm-hmm. in Nashville, and it was the time when like Carrie Underwood had her big hits mm-hmm. and stuff. And Cara did Laguardia. What's her name? Cara, Cara did Laguardia. Yeah. So she wrote some Carrie Underwood yeah. songs. Like she wrote. She like, wrote quite uh, a few. Like uh, I think I forgot which one it was, but when you hear the, it's weird because most of the girly songs that Carrie sings are written by guys. Like before he cheats and all that, mm-hmm. like there was a guy. All of those guys were performing their songs, and I was like, "What? That's like dude wrote that? Like, <laughs> that's a middle aged guy." You know you what? Know? Diane Warren writes like that. Yeah, Diane Warren writes songs that she, just all of a sudden she'll come up with things, and then she go, "Oh, you know who would be perfect for this?" Right. And that's how she comes up with them. That's a great gig to have. That's mailbox. That's money. what every. Mailbox that's what everybody for life. Every songwriter wants to be uh, Diane Warren. I knew the the Tim McGraw writer. Well, Diane Warren writes. It's the most beautiful lyrics. I mean, the funny thing about Diane Warren, because I was reading this, and I've interviewed her a couple of times. We interviewed her, well, her I've right? I've known Diane f- since my days at the Inquirer. So <laughs> she is. She has no love life, right? None. Well, she has a bird. She has a bird. Yes. And yet and she writes these songs that make it sound like she's been in a relationship so deep, feeling so deeply and everything. I asked her about that. Did yeah. you ever ask her about that? I think I did. I forgot what she said. What she you said say? when she was younger, she had all these boyfriends and all these relationships, and she was watching all the adults in relationships. Huh. And it just stuck with her for when it was time to write songs. Hmm. But she, you know, she sings the, her songs herself. She makes the tracks. Right. And then gives them uh, to the artist. You know who does the same thing? Sia. Sia does the same thing. Yeah. Well, that's how you do it. You do a scratch track or you yeah. do a track or whatever. Then you can go out and tour just for fun. Because you're making money the other way. Diane is a, right. a very weird girl, though. Yeah, that's what I heard. She's a weirdo. I love her, but she's a weirdo. Richard Marx does a lot of songwriting, too, He sure does. And he just performs just because he's bored. He's not even performing anymore. He does casinos. Did he do countries? He He did a lot of country songs. He did, you know, in addition to his Hmm. stuff. But yeah. Yeah. He had a big career going on. And he was married to that... uh, Cynthia Rhodes. Yeah. But they divorced. They're divorced, And he married... um, Oh, what's her name? The other famous girl he married. Uh, 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 oh, I know uh, uh, What's Cynthia, her name? Come Cynthia on. was from Dirty Dancing. Correct. Right? Uh, what's what? the girl's name he married? Was it an MTV girl? Something like that, yes. I, like I want to say, uh, who was the Dorito? Allie, Allie uh, the Dorito uh, chick. Allie Sheed? No, 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 not Allie Sheedy. Uh, McBeal? The Dorito, the Dorito chick. Oh. Allie Larder. Sorry, I was... Look, I was behind. I was looking at Cynthia Rhodes oh. to see who, which somebody, character she was. Right That's yeah. who he's married to, right? 
Daisy Fuentes. Daisy Fuentes. Close enough. Oh, Allie. I knew it was one of those MTV things. Uh, yeah, she was a big model. Daisy. Yeah. And they're very happily married. Well, good for them. Yep. That's good. Well, he was a nice guy. Really nice. A little boring, but... Yeah, it's kind of boring. <laughs> you're right. No, you're right. <laughs> no, he would come in for an interview and it would really be like... Boring. And you really respect his ability yes. and everything, but... But you're snoozing through your interview. You know what was really... Oh, I know what happened. So I'm at the radio station in New York, WPLJ, which does not exist anymore. Oh, boy. I heard them go off the air, and yeah. I heard the new station begin. Woo! Yeah. It's a Christian station, like they put on the sound it's here. The same same company. Here. Same yeah. company. Same, same so, uh, so I'm at PLJ. I'm in my office. I'm the program director. And somebody says, Billy Joel's in the lobby. I went, oh. And this is 1989. And I go out into the lobby. There's Billy. He goes, I want to go on the air. I'm like, oh, okay. So <laughs> it's like, you know, so I walk him into the control room and I sit down on the air with him and he goes, I want to talk about my new album. I'm I'm just getting done with it. And I just did a track with Richard Marks and I want to call him. So we call Richard Marks. And now we've got Billy Joel calling Richard Marks on the air and they're both on the air. Richard's on the phone. Billy's on the air. That's Ta- got to be a boring interview. Right? Ooh. Talking about... <laughs> talking about doing this track and we played oh. the track actually Billy is not a bad interview right when you're interviewing him yeah. not when he's doing the well, interview well I was still there prompting him believe me but it but it was an amazing moment because you go if you're Billy Joel you can walk into a radio station in New York City and go I want to go on the air and they go okay yeah okay sure <laughs> well I imagine you'd have to Right. Oh, you got it. You've you know. got to. It's Billy Joel. Well, Billy Joel. He is the icon for New York. In New York and Philly. Yeah. New York, uh, Billy Joel is bigger than Sinatra. Without question. I mean, and in Philly, he's bigger than he is in New York. Yeah. Billy Joel in Philly is like a god. I don't know. Go wow. figure. You know? I was what? just looking at Richard Marks, so yeah. he never has to work again, even though he is. But he co-wrote "Dance with My Father" with Luther Luther Vandross. Yeah. Oh, that did song he really? alone! Oh my God! Is you just sit back and watch the checks roll in? Wow! Who's playing that? Anyone? Weddings and that's a wedding song. Yeah, because I never song. hear that song. He wrote in sync songs. Like Josh Groban songs. I bet the wave Keith plays it. Songs. You think the wave plays it? They should. Because honestly, Probably. that is a great song. Probably a night record. They should play that. Yeah, it's a really good song. Well, that was my big mistake. I got out of music and stayed in radio. Oopsie. Yeah, mm. I could have checks rolling in instead of having to be here with you idiots. Yeah, well. <laughs> well, next time. <laughs> My loss is your loss. <laughs> if I have to suffer, you have to suffer. Okay. Which, by, which, by the way, the, the Tom Cruise-Justin Bieber fight, and we said, who wins? Somebody yesterday had the best answer. We all win. Yes. <laughs> oh, we win. I mean, That'd that be would awesome. be the best. But I, I'm disappointed that Tom hasn't even made a comment. But I, I do something wanna, funny. Yeah, I wish to. I yeah. do want to say that uh, Justin Bieber does have some skill in jujitsu, and he is trained. He does. In, a, in I, I believe it's jujitsu, but he is trained. He so, is, I mean, it's not like he would be like automatically like because I know some people were but saying he's, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is a world class wrestler, and he has got awards for wrestling. So, he's one of those that wrestled. Those people are tough, man. Yeah, I think I That's think it'd tough. be a, 
an interesting match. Tom There's is, a big age he gap. Doesn't have to reply. No, I know. I'm does. sure he's not going ah, to. I don't oh, think. I bet Why he would he? Is. Oh, I it's bet like, he will. Dude, he's Justin just Bieber. coming. No, here's what he's going to do. I know Tom he Cruise. He need publicity. Want to know? Yes, he does. And you know what he's going to do? He's going to get dressed up in a boxing thing. He's going to do something visual, and that's why it's taking a couple days. Mm. Tom Cruise has a great sense of humor. I don't think people know how funny Tom Cruise can be in no, real life. No, they don't. And <laughs> oh, the one the one film where he showed it though was yes, uh, where he dressed up like the Tropic fat guy. Thunder. The fact it, yes, was it where he Tropic dressed Thunder? up like yeah, the fat guy. Yeah, and he had the bald cap yes. on and did the whole thing. You know, that's his also, real persona in real life. He did the. Did you guys remember the skit he did with James Corden? He yes. went through all his films. Yes, like really fast, silly parts of the. He's each very film. funny. It was pretty funny, and I was yeah. like, oh, okay. You're like, gonna see. He's putting together some maybe sort you're right. of sticky little funny little. But to me, it's thing. like he's. It's like baited. It's like bait. Like, yeah. Will he take the bait? Maybe maybe they've been in on this together. It's the whole very time. possible. Oh, that's true too. It's so very amazed. possible. There we go. So uh, tomorrow, it's Worst Kid Wednesday. We're going to ask you, who, is it harder to raise boys or girls? But they have to give us examples. They just can't and, say hi. It's and a boy. how do you... <laughs> I think they're going to give worry. us examples. I'll be here in the studio. I'll be talking to them. <laughs> um, yeah, so tell us, and tell us why. And we had, because we had the one mom today who talked about how her life changed when she had boys and she realized how different boys are. Yeah. Yeah, and then my life changed when I had girls and I realized I know nothing. And maybe, I, I still know nothing. What? Maybe it's harder for men to raise women and women to raise boys because you know you obviously know more raising a girl see maybe it's like that's what makes it more difficult i think you would have gotten a hang of it i would have got the hang of it but i would have been scared for my life though no you wouldn't yeah you would yeah (laughs) (laughs) i I can tell you you would (laughs) we'll see you in the morning